Episode 76 of Export Audio. I think that's how I'm doing this. Okay, are you going to edit that one for this one? Yeah, sure. I'm going to edit both of these tonight, I think. And Aeroplane. Okay. Um, I'll start a feed for the other one. Do you want to... Just... Oh, yeah, okay, yeah. whatever. Anyway, it, it... This is... <laughs> shut the fuck up. We're doing Newbie now. Don't talk about other podcasts. This is the only podcast that exists now. That's it. Um, I I am Autumn June. My host uh, from across the sea is Curly. What up? It's me. I'm across the sea. And my host from across the desk is Nora Blake, pouting. We're sitting next to each other. We're not across anything. Yeah, but I wanted to... They were across the sea. I needed you to be across something. Across, across the, my heart. Across the pee? I don't know. What pee? I don't know. Diane's been down here, so like, there's, it's not a possibility. <laughs> I hope she. Uh, I hope she doesn't pee down here. It's concrete floors. That you're just gonna get cold. Yeah, it'll be cold. It's bad enough that she shits down here. Yeah, oh, not that much. And at least we have grenades to make out of them and to fight the BTs with. Uh, I'm gonna need you to explain that one to me real quick. Daddy's a repatriate. <laughs> Daddy is a repatriate, and when she dies, she can guide her soul back to her body. This makes her bodily fluids uh, effective as weapons against the BTs. This podcast so topical today. What's going on? <laughs> <laughs> you know what? This podcast delivers. Hey, nice. I'm quitting. Okay. Remember, remember last <laughs> week when I left in the last two minutes to poop? I'm gonna just leave in the last forty-five minutes to poop. I'm just gonna, I'm peacing out. <laughs> so we watched. You talk. You talk. <laughs> I, I, I was, I was really gonna just like be a terrible, unprofessional host and support that tangent about Death Stranding to talk about how I'm not playing Death Stranding and I want to be. So please, please guide this podcast in a normal direction. Listen, if you want to talk about Death Stranding, we can have a little Death Stranding segment here. Jedi came out. I'm done with Death Stranding. (laughs) I, you know, Jedi Fallen Order is out. I'm playing it. I just recorded an hour and a half podcast about it. So, you know, not it specifically, but about Star Wars. Yeah. You're always recording an hour and a half podcasts about Star Wars. They're just usually in my head. <laughs> <laughs> Does anyone know the name of this episode of Ruby? No. Another, another, a different approach. Yes. I, oh, I, watched, I watched it today. So yes, also I watched know. it today. And we also watched a couple days ago. We watched it yesterday, and then. <laughs> I watched four episodes of I we watched it yesterday and I watched four episodes of G Gundam immediately after. Oh, I'm so sorry. Yeah, it really one G Gundam sucks. As <laughs> the two, as the, the shonen as the shonen liker, I really want G Gundam to be better than it is, and it, it's not. It's, it's exactly not. as good as it is. Yeah. I love Shonen. Shonen's great. Um G Gundam oh. is bad shonen. Oh um, yeah. And it's like giant robot shonen, which you know everyone yeah, thinks not... Gundam is and isn't, but you know. I mean, apparently it is. This one time, it is a super, one time. super robot show. But because it's TV, it's one, TV, one time for like months at a time. You know, <laughs> today is Gundam Day. 
Happy Gundam Day, everybody. Is this a Gundam are, Day, are, are we being liberated? Is the asteroid falling? <laughs> Please. God. Tomino <laughs> dropped the asteroid on New York City today, but the asteroid was just him confirming he's never going to work on a sequel to <laughs> F91. Our father who art in Earth space. <laughs> Earth sphere. Earth sphere. Earth sphere. Yeah, yeah. God. Get your lore right. Uh, we went from super topical to super insular real fast. I'm liking the way this is going. F91 is always topical if you listen to this podcast. <laughs> that is true. That is completely true. It's shocking that we recorded an hour and a half podcast about Star Wars and didn't once mention Corosa <laughs> Iron Mask Corona. <laughs> Look, I'm going to get a Gundam F91 tattoo. So, like, I might get a matching Gundam F91 tattoo. That would, that would rule. That would own. <laughs> Nothing would be more us than getting matching Gundam F91 <laughs> tattoos. <sighs> so, Gundam F91 rules. Ruby Volume 7, Episode 2. Yeah. Uh, a, a different not approach. Gundam F91. A not Gundam F91. Which is not Gundam F91. Is Ruby closer to F91 oh, or to God. G Gundam? F91, it's Yes. <laughs> F91, because sometimes Ruby spins her scythe like that one Gundam spins the beam, Not really. beam rotors. She really doesn't do that. Crow does it in the opening. Just oh. spinning a thing is not the same as spinning it specifically the way that the Gundam does it in Gundam F91. General Grievous does that four times at yeah. a time. Uh, <coughs> we gotta... I'm really... So, <laughs> welcome to the second episode of our F91 podcast. <laughs> oh, God. That was, so, that was so seamless. I didn't even notice. The walls um, fell apart around me. Did you bring a summary? You said you were going to bring a summary so we actually can talk about this TV show. Yeah, so I don't have a, bring summary. a summary. I have okay, bullet cool. points. I have some That's bullet kind of points. And I, can, I can do a summary real Hold quick, on. I think. I can find a summary. Hold on. Let me summarize this episode oh, as best I just, as I, I just, sorry, sorry. I, <laughs> I just looked at my notes and to see if I could construct a summary out of my notes. And my first note is something that I, I said I would remember to bring up on this this episode of the podcast. Okay. Which is that Ruby canonically exists within the shared universe of Stephen King fiction. Okay. I heard so, about this, and I can't wait to hear. More. Since the last episode of Newbie was recorded, I went on the internet at such a time that I was served a presumably, you know, uh, content-aware article about how mm -hmm. there is a lot of visible Ruby merchandise on the sets of Doctor Sleep, the sequel to Stephen King's The Shining. Okay, so in the film. Dr. Sleep, you can see Ruby merchandise? Yeah, so just, just to clarify for everyone listening to this podcast, you can go to a movie theater and see a Stephen King movie in which the roosterteeth.com property Ruby <laughs> literally exists. So I have the a, I was already very excited for Dr. Sleep. <laughs> yeah, Obi-Wan's in it. <laughs> yeah, Obi-Wan's in it. Obi-Wan is Dr. Sleep. <laughs> He's not Dr. Sleep. Wait, is he Dr. Sleep? No, I don't think Damn so. Damn it. <laughs> okay, so episode two, a new approach. 
At Legion, soldiers take Ruby's group to Ironwood, who has told Pe Winter, Penny, and the Aesops what he knows about Salem. He tells them of his plan to fix worldwide communications by installing a CCT tower on Amity Arena to act as a satellite. He also states his intentions to inform the public of Salem's existence and uses military force to handle the ensuing riots and inevitable grim drawn to the panic. Although unsure of the plan, Ruby states their intention to help with the tower, but chooses not to reveal what they learned from Jin. Ironwood informs them he will upgrade their weaponry and allow them to stay in the Academy's dorms. The Aesops introduce themselves and apologize for how the arrest was handled, and the two groups make up before Penny gives them a tour of the Academy. Meanwhile, Watts... I didn't realize his name was Watts. Uh, Watts talks... Walt, Watts walks through Mantle <laughs> while communicating with Tyrion, showing his complete control over its security systems, which Atlas neglected to update and diverting a CCT camera to allow Tyrion to leave a murder site on the Oh, that was blood. Oh! Did you, not, did you not get that? What did you think We did was? not understand what that last visual was. It would be great if it were red. Yeah. Uh, it, was, it, it was red when I was watching it. I don't know. I thought that, that was... It was purple. I thought that was like a hood, like, moving upward, not blood <laughs> I thought moving it was, outward. I thought it was slime. I don't know. Some miscommunication. Uh, anyway. Blood is a kind of slime, right? Yeah. Right. Life yeah. Slime. Okay. Life slime. Happy life yeah, slime. It's, everybody. it's the happy life slime. <laughs> it's the slime that you want to get as much of as you can. You know. You want to take other people's life slime if you're Peter Thiel. <laughs> yeah, the Peter Thiels and uh, shit. What's the Theranos lady called? Oh, fuck. she wants also, people's life slime. Shout out to the Mandalorian for canonizing Life Day. Moving on. <laughs> <laughs> So you had a list of things you wanted to bring up. I had uh, a. Oh yeah, sorry, you go ahead. I think Nora motioned at me. She can't motion at you, so I assume. Yes, I was <laughs> talking to you, and I assumed you would just follow up quick enough that Curly wouldn't get confused. Well, Curly <laughs> was right there, ready to go, and I was like, "So okay, so yes, yeah, so we I we watched the episode yesterday. We watched. Uh, I watched four episodes of Gundam. Today, we watched, like, the first half of the episode, and then I was like, okay, let's just go record. I don't want to keep, like, we've kept Curly waiting a little while. Let's just go do it. So, I just have some bullet points here. Um, first scene is, they meet a protester guy, and I forgot that I hate Ruby. The television show, uh -huh. I forgot that I hate it. Yeah. <laughs> this guy has VeggieTales oh. sound effects. Yeah. This guy, uh -huh. So, they meet a protester, and he's like talking about um he threw a brick at this uh cop blimp or Fuck something yeah <laughs> yeah this guy owns honestly and like the show like has the most like unsympathetic view of him and he's like we're so oppressed in mantle and there's fascism but there literally is oppression and fascism and like he's like and and the Robin and the happy huntresses are gonna save us all. And it's and like goofy music and he's hopping around going, Yeah, and no one takes him seriously, but like this guy's literally right. He's literally protesting fascism. So, this is the thing, right? I came away with the basically the exact opposite impression of this same character who I agree with you, I think is great. Like mm -hmm. I actually really liked this because it was like it was a it felt to me like a this is obviously this is almost definitely like a super generous read of this, but like mm -hmm. it felt like uh, it felt like introducing it felt like introducing the concept of 
anti-fascist resistance within Ruby with a like with a kind of tone that the show can accommodate, I guess. Because like if say for example you have the same character but he's really like browbeaten and like you know that like mm -hmm. uh, grave faced and all of that business, like I guess I feel like it, the show would treat him in the same way that it treats all of the other serious issues it has attempted to treat, which is to basically say this exists but we're not going to talk about it. Whereas this is like. I don't know. I liked it. I kind of liked the sort of the endearing face of violent resistance because, like, they're like, "Oh, you threw a brick at a blimp," and I was like, "Hell yeah, you did! <laughs> That's awesome!" Yeah. Um, I guess for me, I just the show, and particularly like Team Ruby and um their whole company, just like we're really looking down their noses at this guy and. For sure, for sure. That was like such a bummer because I felt like I felt like if Ruby was like if Team Ruby was a little more like hey like let's listen to this guy maybe he's a By little Team annoying. Ruby, do you mean the people making Ruby? <laughs> <laughs> like I'm asking a question because your phrases are being a little bit vague. I, if the characters in the show, if the protagonists of the television show, I was gonna say that the. the people making ruby are called kruby that's like the word that they use is kruby well good to know in the in the future i will refer to them as either rooster teeth or kruby well, um, rooster teeth is the whole company yes anyway <laughs> <laughs> i was honestly confused okay that's fair that's fair it but if the if the protagonists were like okay maybe this guy's a little annoying but like like let's at least listen to him and like give him the space because shit does seem fucked in mantle <clears throat> i would have come away from the scene a little better I guess if I were writing this scene, um, I would have just waited another episode and had the scene where um, they meet Robin. I would have just, I would have just like put in a little more foreshadowing in like posters yeah. and stuff, and then like had the scene where they meet Robin because I, I assume that's coming of they meet Robin so, and Robin explains her deal. I was gonna say so. I was just looking at my notes again, and it turns out that this scene makes up a full half of my notes. And then I remembered that's because this episode has precisely two scenes in it. But I digress. Yeah, for the real. reason that the reason that I I think the three reasons I would say that I liked this I liked this scene coming away from it is that I guess uh, cinematically like so he. He mentions uh, he mentions Robin Hill and the Happy Huntresses, who have been given a great deal of like screen real estate, like as in just in the background. Like the fact that those characters right. are important and will have to be taken seriously has been shown in this show, right? It's mm -hmm. you know it's been for this show subtle, but you know anyway. But I guess <laughs> you know, what I what I would say is that um, yes, he is like not taken super seriously by the tone of the you know the music or his like writing or whatever. But uh, everyone on the ship who is talking to him gets their little jab in, right? They're like, oh, aren't you being a bit ridiculous? And uh, I think it's either, it's probably Weiss, I think, says, isn't tyranny a little dramatic? Because he mentions that there is tyranny going on in Mantle, right? Mm -hmm. We, the audience, have seen very, very clear coding of tyranny. Mm -hmm. And then he also, his repast is to say, that's easy for you to say, you're a schneeress. Right? That's the best moment in this scene, I think. Right, exactly. But then, and, and it's, he does actually get the final word in this engagement, right? So it's like, I guess it's a, I don't know, it feels like it could possibly be a concession to the fact that, you know, even though this character is a sort of dumbass who we love, uh, we will have to take his viewpoint seriously at some point. Where, because, like, yeah. 
for an arc, I guess, you need the characters to initially be skeptical of this idea and then come around to it, right? And maybe this is the show's That's way fair. of doing that. That's fair. Um, because, like, yeah, this scene could be made could be made better if in, like, you know, they meet Robin are still skeptical, and then, like, you know, toward the end of the season, like, oh, no, Robin actually had a really good point. Like, this scene can be made a little bit better. It's just that, like, this is a deeper introduction to the Robin stuff is like, mm, I don't know. Uh, I, also, I also do really like um, the him jabbing that she's a Shania heiress and like her just kind of mumbling to herself, not anymore because I, I, I think it is like layered in an interesting way that like the show, I think the show is actually addressing of like, <clears throat> she does actually have a great deal of privilege but, like, she can't go home, so, like, there's, like, a layer, there are layers to her privilege. It is a more complex thing. Uh, she's definitely a very privileged person, but, like, does not have full access to that privilege, and I think the show is, like, recognizing both of those things equally. Um, yeah. Yeah. I I was like waiting for someone else to say. I guess I finished my point. Sorry. Uh, and then there's gay shit. There's gay shit. There's it two instances shit. of. There's two instances. There of gay there shit. are two instances of gay First shit. First with um Ruby, and I don't know this character's name yet. The girl who like tosses her around a bunch, and then oh. she's all like woozy. That's pretty gay. That's that's the yeah. second instance of gay no, shit. No, that's the first one. That's oh, is it? That, other, that second instance the second of one is like the last scene? The last shot? Oh, yes. I was thinking of a different instance of gay shit. That's Please much go on. Um, So I'm happy to announce that uh, Crow and Ironwood is my new OTP. Yeah, this happens after. That's, that's after. Yeah, that's after. Oh, is it? After okay. No, 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 not the hug. Oh. The hug is very gay. My favorite gay moment is like um, Ironwood like greets them and says crow it's great to see you and crow rolls his eyes and i'm like that's that gay shit that i need <laughs> okay, yeah fair enough and yeah yeah ironwood ironwood calls crow over for a really long a hug. really yeah, long yeah hug. it's like whoa <laughs> okay it's like a really long hug <laughs> i don't i don't know what else to take from that i honestly i don't know what i'm supposed to read in that scene it's it's weird yeah. because this is not has not historically been a show to like really hammer that home. Uh huh. But also, I don't know what I'm supposed to take away from that if that's not the case. Yeah. I I, I mean, mean, yeah, I it's guess been, if we're, oh, sorry, you go ahead. It's been like several seasons. Like, we haven't seen Ironwood since the fall of Beacon, and they've been through a lot, and like, it's been a long time. And like, I understand that people hug their friends. I uh -huh. also hug my friends. It just, the framing and the, there's just a vibe. There, there's a vibe, particularly because they're they're hugging as long as Ironwood wants, which is longer than Crow would like. And so, like, yeah, there's a vibe. Yeah. Um. But yes, that is the second gay moment, or that is the third gay moment. The eye roll is the first gay moment in my reading of the show because I roll my eyes at you all the time. <laughs> <laughs> Whatever. I'm funny. <laughs> Other people think I'm very funny and charming. I think you're very funny and charming too. For mm -hmm. What that's worth. Um, 
So I guess the yeah, only it's... thing I would uh, the only thing I would add to that, I guess, is that if we're sort of building on the uh, the thing that the things that we were saying about like where the show might go with what it's setting up, like if 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 I was if I was you know the historically kind of like homosexuality agnostic animation director for Ruby, uh -huh. I would like in in that hypothetical scenario, you could put that scene there to like foreshadow some kind of relationship between them that ironwood is later going to try and strain in defense of his descent into techno fascism but you know they're gay yeah also. just yeah just so there's also like me coming out of season six feeling a little bitter about blake and yang not kissing i can easily <clears throat> like see or even just talking about feelings or even just talking about feelings. well yes yeah um we still have not got a scene um and i understand why but we have not gotten a scene yet of Blake and Yang being like, so we killed your ex. <laughs> but anyway, um, we're not going to get that scene. No, but, but I can also imagine a version of this show where they keep dangling carrots of like, are Crow and Ironwood interested in each other and then never pay that off. And then one of them die. Like I can imagine that version of the show based on the show's track record and my own personal bitterness about that Listen, track record. this show's never killed a gay character. There's only been one in the show. <laughs> <laughs> and Ilya was by. <laughs> um, look, I'm just saying, it's this is no Star Trek Discovery. I don't know anything about Star Trek Discovery, but I assume nope, that was a either. sick burn. Okay, well. Everyone loves your sick burn. I'm putting in an yeah, everyone, sound effect here in the show. Yeah, everyone at home got it. Don't worry about that. Yeah, we're just the dumbest people. I feel like I'm dunking it. on you way harder than I meant to. I <laughs> just dunked on me pretty hard. I just didn't Sorry. laugh, and then there, I didn't know what to do after I didn't <laughs> laugh. I was, I have to. Well, to be nice to Nora. Say just like mm. we love Nora. They kill the gay character in the Star Trek Discovery, and then also bring him back as a ghost sometimes to be. Uh, Anyway, it doesn't matter. That show well, sucks. Star Wars does that too. Bring the gay character back as a ghost. Yeah, Obi Wan. All three of them at the end. <laughs> <laughs> Two gays and a baby. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, <coughs> so I guess every sucks. I'm on record as saying this. <laughs> I think probably extensive record at this point, right? Uh, yeah. I don't know that that podcast is out anymore. Uh, okay, you can listen to it. All right, yeah. <coughs> so uh, I guess the only other thing I want to I want to touch on before we get onto this episode's second scene actually happens at the end of the second scene, which is um, just a really funny bit when uh, okay they they call back to the thing that we pointed out about the first episode where they have fucking footage of Blake looking at her broken sword and being like, mm, <laughs> yeah, that was good. <laughs> and then the the fucking the music gets fucking hyped because they're like, we're going to outfit you with all of Atlas's cool new tech. And it's like, damn, the Hugo Boss fit real good, though. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, Everyone's yeah, so fucking psyched to get the Technofash guns. Yeah, the new monarchy just has the best shaders. Yeah. <laughs> just laugh, it really is off. the new monarchy having the best shaders. It's really it exactly that. New monarchy having the best shaders is also just like, oh, the uniforms are so snappy. Like, <laughs> I don't know. Get your stormtrooper pillow, I guess. 
Stormtroopers <laughs> do look rad. There's nothing to do about that. The Hugo Boss do fit real good. This is a matter of historical record. <laughs> anyway, um, so I just want to point out the way that Weiss uses one finger to like steady Ruby. Yes, yes. That's so gay. Yeah, it's yeah, yeah. Let's circle back to the other gay moment we mentioned, mm. which is <laughs> which is that um and we're jumping around a little bit, which is fine, but um I, I read a summary. You read a summary. This this no, Ace no one can complain. I read a summary. <laughs> this Aesop's character, they have their big conversation which I with Iron Witch, which I'm sure we'll circle back to in a moment. Yeah, because they lie. Um because they lie. Uh, but Ace, this Aesop's girl runs in from off screen and like shakes Ruby's hand so violently that all of Ruby's body shakes. And Ruby gets dizzy. And I said to you, oh, cool. Ruby has a new crush. Um, and then. And then Weiss just steadies her with one finger. And it's like, oh, right. Weiss is the Dom. I forgot. <laughs> <laughs> I don't. Mm. I'm not. I'm not a hundred percent sure. I, I feel like she's the dom in the streets, and Ruby's the dom <laughs> in the sheets. I have some fan art saved on my phone that says otherwise. <laughs> have we not had? Um, I'm certain we have had this exact conversation on the show. Before. We definitely have. We for sure have. <laughs> I guess it won't be the last time either if the show keeps going the way it is. So, roll on the future. Um, someday they'll kiss. Listen. It can't be like that because you're the wise in our relationship and I'm the Ruby. That's fair. You're the perfectionist who overworks herself. Okay, you didn't have to call me out like that on the podcast, but you're right. I'm, I'm the dumbass. <laughs> um, but yeah, that's just a good good homosexual moment as Ruby definitely getting <laughs> a new crush on a girl and Weiss just like rolling her eyes. That is also how we are Ruby and Weiss, is that you get a new crush because you shook hands with a girl and I just roll my eyes and hey, let it shut go. shut the fuck up. <laughs> when you, re really, genuinely, when you said, so that was a good homosexual moment, I really thought you were talking about that interaction with Nora that you just had. Like, no. <laughs> Every episode of this podcast is a good homosexual moment. <laughs> a heterosexual moment. Never in fucking... <laughs> Um, homosexual moment has the same energy as like heated gaming moment like heterosexual <laughs> moment, moment. had a heated heterosexual yeah. <laughs> heated gaming moment but with a Y heated gaming moment but with a Y a heated heterosexual moment is when you accidentally say I hate my wife <laughs> <laughs> um or you say the word potpourri. <laughs> is that is that a heterosexual thing? Is that a heterosexual <laughs> thing? Just kind of het vibe to me. Okay, I think, fair enough. I think you might be just giving yourself away as a dumbass who doesn't know what potpourri is. I know what potpourri is. Shut up. <laughs> <laughs> Do we want to talk about the conversation with Ironwood? I don't yeah, have I, uh, any great points here, so if someone uh, wants okay. to lead. I was going to say I have this down. I have this down in my notes as what I would call the the ideological meat of this episode because I'm a yeah. huge loser. Uh, yeah, no, it definitely is. I just don't have a great like. For me, it is clear that Ironwood is laying out the exact way he's going to be fascist here. Yeah, and, right. 
Um, it's it just it sounds like such a good plan up front. There's no, I don't see how anything could go wrong. Yeah, <laughs> and something clearly will go wrong, and Team Ruby at the end will step in, and um, and fascism, of course, uh, can be accidental and can be at uh, re completely responsible uh, for one uh, one person's uh, guilt. Yes, I, I fucked up the sentence. It, it, I mean. Fascism will be the personal failings of Ironwood and not the like Explo natural results. Perhaps of... exploited by the Schnee Dust Company. Yeah, but it will not be the natural uh, endpoint of capitalism. No. Um. <laughs> well, I mean, you know, if you uh, within the remit of this show, I guess if you say it's the if you explicitly lay out that it is the fault of a, a, a very powerful military with the backing of a, you know a slaving company like. I think that's okay. About yeah, as good as you can expect to get. Uh, yeah, actually, maybe maybe there will be some like fascism and capitalism stuff. Well, that there will definitely be that in the video essays people make about this show in ten years. Can you please not subtweet me on the podcast? <laughs> <laughs> Sorry for clipping the audio. The I mean, I could I could subtweet you. I could just dunk on you on the podcast if you like, which is that you're going to start making that video essay this week. It'll just come out 10 years from now. Uh, 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 uh. <laughs> I regret I'm to sorry. inform you, I will, I will not be on the next episode of this podcast. So I'm fucking oh. dead. <laughs> you killed me. Your, your force ghost will be present, though. Oh, yeah, true. <laughs> you're dusty. I'll be all I'll be portrayed by my actor from the remake in 10 years. So. <laughs> okay, question. Mm -hmm. I just had a, like a, a brain blast moment. Yeah, tell me your brain blast. Live, live action Ruby movie. <laughs> now this is a tangent. <laughs> Made by the same production company making live action Gundam. Obviously. I was going to say Dragon Ball Evolution, but okay. Hell yeah. Hell yeah. Then it would be good. I don't actually like Dragon Ball Evolution that much. I'm sorry, everybody. But you're not you're allowed to not like it, but you do have to admit it is really good. I, <laughs> I don't have to actually. See also our Phantom Menace conversation from earlier today. Uh okay, but Dragon Ball That's Evolution. Very easy is for less the readers to do, I'm sure. Than <laughs> Being more racist than Dragon Ball Evolution is shocking, but true. So Ruby? So Ruby. Is it is it too oh, much of a slam dunk to have Ruby Rose portray Ruby Rose in the live action adaptation? That would be good. I don't I've never seen Ruby Rose in a movie, but that would be funny and good, and that should happen. I don't know about that. Okay. Maybe um, it is too much of a slam dunk then. <laughs> um <coughs> more points about the Ironwood scene. I feel like I really blazed past it. <laughs> okay. uh, they're gonna invent satellites. Yes, they're inventing really, satellites. That's kind of cool. <laughs> I really thought that when he pulled up Amity Arena, they were just gonna put a gun on it. I, I really, I really, thought that. I really thought they were gonna turn it into the fucking uh, Sword of Damocles from Yeah, uh, right. Code Geass. Yeah, <laughs> they're just gonna do a colony drop on Salem's hideout. <laughs> <laughs> they're gonna put. They're gonna put nukes on the Amity Arena. <laughs> and just Salem as deterrent. <laughs> Salem's hideout is on the moon, right? The the shattered moon. No. no. no? 
okay. I don't, I don't remember. Yes? Where, no? where, the, where the fuck is it? No. I don't think it is. It's not. It's not. Because okay. because you can just walk there. Right. You can just Wait, walk what? there. Yeah, the Grimmer uh. are coming from space. <laughs> <laughs> that was fucking magic. Fucking it doesn't matter. Oz is from the moon, though. Because he's a wizard. What? Um, that wizard came from the moon. <laughs> what? Curly got it. It's fine. Okay. Is this a destiny joke? Yeah, it's a destiny okay. joke. Okay. Wizard came from the. Moon. Okay. Okay. So not on the moon, whatever. But like, so I think it's 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 kind of funny that so in this story that we're going to we're we're you know generously assuming is going to be about how fucking capitalist industry fuels fascism, right? The flashpoint of that is going to be the space race, the literal actual space race in. Oh, that's good. And like, and, maybe this show's all right. <laughs> and I kind of, I kind of appreciate again, you know, early days, very generous reading. But I kind of appreciate that rather than, you know, we're going to make a fucking orbital defense network and control the skies, which you know it could very easily turn out to be. I kind of appreciate that the thing that they're sort of hinting is maybe going to turn out to be sinister is a communications network. I think that's actually kind of cool. Well, the thing is, is that he's not going to tell them that, he, but he is going to put guns on it. It's just going to be a surprise. Yeah, yeah, obviously, something like yeah. that. Yeah. That that thing will open up to have a, a castle in the sky laser on the bottom. Yeah, it'll yeah. have like Penny. It'll have like Penny's laser. Oh <laughs> yeah, duh. Obviously, it'll be like it'll be like James Bond die another day. You know, Atlas is surrounded by ice. They'll melt the ice. Mantle will flood or something. <laughs> this is somehow one of the three James Bond movies I've seen <clears throat> because I it was on TV one time and my mom was watching it and I didn't want to just say. No, mom, I'm not going to hang out with you. I'd rather and that is that is exactly why I picked it and not Goldeneye. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, um, damn it! I just remembered a really good Goldeneye joke I was going to make on the Star Wars podcast earlier today, and yeah, I go forgot. Ahead. Go for it. Make it now. Make it right now. Um, uh, if you look at the Return of the Jedi poster, the way that um Han is holding his blaster, uh, it actually <laughs> makes a face. <laughs> makes a weird face. Uh, <laughs> you just you just did that and you made a uh, noise but only i can see it because it's a podcast yeah i was gonna say this is a fucking podcast this joke from another podcast is also based on an image <laughs> everyone shut up and be nice to me we on the last podcast we did spend 45 minutes ranking star wars posters and no. did not once think about how we were just Ranking we, images. We didn't rank oh, them. God. We just determined in a like TKO style, like one after the other, which one oh, okay. is this better than the last one? Take the better one forward into the next. Yeah. One. yeah. So it was a, it was a bracket, not a, you know. No, because we mean, didn't we didn't like put them in a bracket. I it was a bracket in the sense that we just had like uh, Phantom Menace versus Revenge of the Sith, Revenge of the Sith versus or Attack yeah. of the Clock, whatever the fuck. Anyway. So, Two carried over, over three, over four, five took it. Like so I can't do all this because this episode is going to come out before that one, and I don't want no, to spoil it. So it was a ranking system just with low tournament integrity. <laughs> like, yes, yes. If there's one thing we're short on here at Export Auto Audio, it is <laughs> integrity. <laughs> we will sell out anytime. Hit me up, Disney. Yeah. <laughs> Disney buying Export Audio. God. God, I five dollars. <laughs> I'd let him have it for. I'd let it have him for ten. <coughs> how many? 
How much does Disney have to offer you for you to sell the podcast? How, how much are they starting with? What do you mean? What's their starting offer? I don't yeah, know. Disney, what Disney do you don't want come to you and go be? like, how much do you want to sell your business for, right? Disney Disney threaten you with a, a, an offer. <laughs> Like, I'm, like, if they say a million, then yeah, fuck yeah. I'll yeah. <laughs> you, say, you don't say two million. You just say, yeah, sure, whatever the fuck. No, I'm I'm poor and trans. I'll take a million dollars. Shit. Um, God, I, I was listening to, um, I was listening to a New York Times podcast today, and that podcast opened with an ad for another podcast that was made by Bank of America. Bank wow. of America has a podcast now. Both of these pods. This is something that uh, people talk about on Twitter a lot, right? But it's it's weird how like you know people like us have a totally different conception of what a podcast even is to like the podcasting mm -hmm. market. Like the reason podcasts are such a big deal is because. People, you know, poor people like us talk on Skype in our fucking bedrooms, right? But then the industry right. surrounding podcasts is all people with fucking media jobs in studios that cost more than our, you know, rooms. Yeah, that. more than my house. Yeah, like, right, exactly. The house that I rent, not the house that I own. That made it sound weird. Yeah, we don't own a house <laughs> and we never will. Yeah, we never fucking will. <clears throat> Just ethically, I'm opposed to buying a house, so... um Anyway, yeah, you'll, you'll never afford it anyway because I never fucking will. Yeah. I looked at an avocado the other day, so like our savings are oof. I own an avocado. <laughs> oh, Jesus. Shit. <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah, no, there was a Bank of America. There was just a there was a podcast they were advertising that was just like, oh, we did an interview with Ken Burns for the first five episodes. And on the next five episodes, we're going to do an interview with some other artist, you know, um, and then it was just like, oh, at the end, it was like sponsor created by Bank of America um, to bring people together or whatever. And it was just like, and then it was into this New York Times podcast I was listening to, which also we're all just going to shame me for listening to the New York Times. I'm fine with that. To, to, like to bring people together with Ken Burns. Like, is that a, a gaping wound in society? <laughs> Who's Ken Burns? He does some documentaries. Uh, his most famous one is those uh, Civil War documentaries that are narrated by Keith David. Keith David yeah. yeah. Never heard of him. <laughs> I've heard of you. Community <laughs> episode about Yeah, it. I was going to say, we're right now. He's the, he's the guy from uh, Saints Row, I think. Yeah. Uh, that, that was his most famous yeah, I performance, I believe. For sure. That's what I know. I don't know. Dog. <laughs> yeah. um, do we have more things to say about Ruby? Sorry for taking us into a uh, podcast tangent. No, it's fine. This is export, baby. <laughs> Where else but on a podcast could you go on a tangent about other podcasts and insist that they're meaningfully different from this podcast? They are! I know. I Money know. makes I things know different. <laughs> I know that. <laughs> It's it's like you know it's a confusing idea. Anyway, I'm going on a sub tangent now, and that's no good. Yes. Uh, yeah, I don't know. Ruby. I think this is. I think this. I think this is maybe. Something. <laughs> Damn. <laughs> <laughs> you're, you're just gonna you're just gonna kill them like that. You can't do that. <laughs> I'm not. I'm done. Fuck you. <laughs> do it yourself, coward. Anyway, <laughs> I'm getting anyway. out of this. So anyway. they. Penny informs that they're going to live them in... Going to do another take on that. Mm -hmm. Penny informs them that they're going to do 
a, a beacon and live in dorm rooms now. But also each student gets their own room? No, each team gets their own room. Yeah, it was each team. No, I, I, think. Think it, I thought it said each. It's each team. I heard team, but I, you know, I'm not married to that. It could easily have been student. It's I'm 99% sure it's team. I'm 99% sure it said every student gets their own dorm. Okay, well, we're going to find out in the next episode, I'm so sure it doesn't will. matter. Hijinks and hopefully pajamas. Yeah. Haven't had pajamas. I have before. missed. I have missed hijinks and pajamas. Yeah, <laughs> I'm looking forward to like three episodes of that before the status quo is just like completely obliterated again One. or something. Yeah, I want three. I want like I know. I just want three fan servicey episodes before they just like blow up the status cool. quo. Crow you looked at me dies. like I was like <laughs> I didn't say anything. This is a podcast. Mm. <laughs> I love you. <laughs> um what else? Is this the podcast with the what, most what, declarations of love per second? Probably. Just throwing it out there. This it's possible. This was right? an 18 minute long episode. Yeah. We talked about it for 40 minutes. Yeah. Well, we talked about it for like I 25 mean, minutes. I, yeah. I, I, I just want to, you know, I just want to say I've been trying to talk about <laughs> that. Yes. The end no, of that we keep cutting you off. I apologize. Minutes. That's okay. Don't worry. The, the tangents were all good. The tangents were always good. It's explored here. Uh, <laughs> I was just going to say that, like, following from the stuff about the satellite and the communication stuff and uh, Ironwood's plan is that it's actually like, it's, it's actually maybe has the chance to be ideologically compelling as a conflict because Oz kept Salem secret from everyone because he thought that if everyone knew everyone would panic and the Grim would come, which is a neat thing for the, you know, which is a neat thing for the, like the, the fiction of the show to have to motivate what I was did, right? To mean that, you know, right. not everybody knows that the end of the world might come at any given time. <clears throat> but I think it is like as a conflict between the characters who are sort of going on this uh, neo Ospin ideal, right? They, like they've followed Ospin, Ospin has lied to them, they've rejected him, and he's gone now. But they're still like their their worldviews are still very much shaped by him, right? He was their headmaster while they were at school. They were like friends with him for you know weird reasons, and <laughs> you know that's influenced them, right? So even though they are rejecting him, they still like live under his influence, right? Whereas Ironwood is going the exact opposite way. He's saying that that was all wrong. We should tell everyone because we need to, and we are ready for if they do. And the way he's outlining that is that it will definitely have consequences, but also like. Maybe, like, if the world is about to end, people should know about that, you know? Maybe that, like, maybe that is a compelling conflict. Yeah, I think it'll be... I think that is something that I'm interested in, um, how they're going to get there. Because I, what I imagine will be the outcome is that, like, Ironwood has, like, some good points, but, like, also, he's going to do a fascism like he has a good point about how we we should tell people and we should know that there will be riots when we tell people. But. Like. Um, also, he's going to do a fascism to suppress the riots. Yeah, yeah, for sure. Um, and like, I. Am interested to see how the protagonists like come down on that. <laughs> I wonder. 
something will happen to make it a much simpler choice. Uh, yeah. Or, like, I, I'm wondering, is the show going to end up, like, Ruby and Blake and Yang think that we need to do this, and Weiss Ooh, and see. Nora think we need to do this, you when know? Was the last time, when, like, when was the last time the party was genuinely split on an issue like this, over a period of time? Has that ever happened? They were... Remember that time Weiss was racist? <laughs> <laughs> I do remember season one sometimes. You can't split Weiss the party into Weiss and not Weiss. That's not a party split. <laughs> <laughs> like, no, but they haven't like done shit together enough to have that kind of thing because when they yeah. were a team together, they were in school still. Hmm. Yeah. Um also, if I'm just like doing a hypothetical. I wonder how such a split could even happen because, like, exactly, they're so aligned on literally every issue. <laughs> like, yeah, so like, I mean, it would be June, it would be Junior versus Ruby then, right? Like, Team Junior thinking something different from Team Ruby might be interesting. Like, Team yeah. Junior going with the fascists might be might suck ass, but <laughs> like, <laughs> one I can see, but the other two, I'm not a hundred percent. Yeah, sure. no. Like they seem, they seem content to just like again. They sort of seem to just sort of fold in the face of whatever Ruby is convict, like has conviction about. They're just like, yeah, she seems to know what's up. <laughs> yeah. Wild that this show just decided to introduce a new team of five people. Uh huh. Mm. Um. I I really want to know what like Team Coffee and Team Sin and. Um... <coughs> The others out there. We've established doing? we've established that Coco is coming back for the season eight premiere, so I'm okay with that. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> for sure. She's she's definitely locked in mm -hmm. season eight mm -hmm. episode, triumphant return of Coco. With her bunny girl. With her bunny. Yeah, girlfriend. yeah, with her bunny girlfriend. She you know she um, comes in, kills a bunch of dudes, says, well, "I didn't die, but I'm you know I'm back." Yeah. Mm -hmm. And also the other two members of that team who you definitely remember. Uh huh. <laughs> I remember them very well. I what were, their, what, were their, what were their names? <laughs> they started with an F, a V, and a Y. <laughs> Violet. Okay. Violet was the the it's girlfriend, the, right? Was the bunny girl? Okay. Yeah. Okay. Okay. What I'm gonna do is I'm gonna look up their names and we're gonna see if you can guess them. I I don't okay. even have. Okay. Nora, you have fun guessing because I not in a million years am I gonna remember this. Okay. <laughs> so we've got an F and a Y, and do you know what the worst thing is? I huh. remember. So actually, it's, it's, it was first up, it was Velvet, not Violet. But, uh, oh. Velveteen that's, that's Rabbit. Okay. That's, that's, that's close I, enough. I was, that's close I was enough. thinking Velveteen Rabbit in my head, and I still said Violet. Violeteen yeah. Rabbit. I remember that. Yeah, Violet <laughs> Rabbit. The Violet Rabbit. <laughs> um, so I'm, I'm being thoroughly owned by history here, because I remember one of these characters because he was a unit in the Ruby <laughs> mobile game. <laughs> I thought you were saying he's an absolute unit. <laughs> oh, he, oh, he was. Oh, he yeah. was. <laughs> so we've I'm got F and we've got Y, and uh, I, I don't know. I don't know if you could. <laughs> I'm, I'm doing my best. I'm doing my best. Fin Fang Foom. Shut up. <laughs> so the Y name is the one that I would remember. It's certainly more distinctive. Yes. Yeezy. No. <laughs> Got a couple of the syllables. What? Yeezy has a couple of the, the syllables. <laughs> God, I know this one. I, I, it's Yeast. like a stop. <laughs> it's a Japanese name. It is. 
I just can't remember what it is because it's like at the tip of my tongue. Like I can almost see the <laughs> word in my head. I just young. Stop. Famous Japanese it's... name, young. <laughs> Fuck, I can't remember it. You give up? Do you want me to tell you? Yeah. So the Japanese name is Yatsuhashi. Yatsuhashi. I had... (sighs) Yeah. An F? I'm pretty sure the F name is literally impossible. What did you say? It it has never been spoken out loud. Are you serious? Okay, okay. The F name has never been said out loud, but like that information exists out there. Okay. It's a, it's Fox is the F name. Okay, that character's like, fine. He's like orange. He looks kind of like a fox, I guess, if you're stretching it. Yeah, that's cool. All I know about that character is that uh, he's a faunus and he's blind. Yes. Um, I know so this anyway. because of a thread where people were asking if Tyrion was secretly blind because of a weird thing, like a weird reaction he has when fighting Crow in season four. And people are like, no, the way that the show depicts blind characters is XYZ, like, visual cues mm-hmm. uh, yeah, as seen yeah. in Fox. Uh, right. Interesting. <clears throat> um, I, I was thinking more about... Hopefully not recurring segment on this show where <laughs> we sit in silence <laughs> and try to guess the names of bit characters. <laughs> I mean, listen, I was thinking earlier in this episode, I should just watch season one again, because I could probably knock that out in an afternoon. Um, do you know Team Indigo? No, no, I don't even want to do this. I want to, I want to <laughs> talk about anything else. I do not remember Team Indigo. Fuck you. <laughs> Team Indigo is the roller skates one. No. Okay. See, I don't even Neon, know that much. Neon Cat is not in Team Indigo. Team Indigo is the princesses who fight Team Sin in the tournament. I don't remember who Team Sin is. <clears throat> Well, that's the one with all tournament arcs have been obliterated by the tar- dark tournament in my head because the dark tournament is I watched all of you Hawk show this year and the dark tournament lasts like 50 episodes. And so all their tournament Listen, shit has just gone from my mind. That's the one that Sun and uh, Neptune were in. Oh, OK. How could you forget the neon cat was in Team Funky? Come on. Oh, obviously <laughs> Team Funky. How f- of me. <laughs> The only reason I like know that off the tip of my tongue is because the fucking uh, the song. I think the song on the soundtrack is called Team Funky that has the like trumpet version of I Burn on it, and I listen to that a lot. So it's a good, it's a good version. It's fucking good. Yeah, it's fucking good. Um, I <clears throat> when you finish listening to this episode, be sure to go back to the tweet that we uh, posted that contains the link. And comment with your favorite bit team from early <laughs> Ruby seasons. I was just going to say, um, to totally take the conversation back to something else, if they split the party, I was thinking a cool thing they might do is have Ruby and Blake uh, come down on one side of things and have Weiss and Yang come down on another, just because those are two pairs of characters we don't yeah, get to see yeah. together as often as I'd like. For sure, for sure. Uh, and I always... I always like when shows push themselves to like pair different characters up because like the obvious thing would have Ruby and Weiss think one thing, Blake yeah, and yeah. think another. Mm-hmm. Um, also, I think, yeah, yeah, Ruby, Blake, hang out more. Also, what's Raven up to? 
What is Raven up to? Yeah, bring back Raven and bring back Raven and Neo. Do it. See, season eight, Raven, Neo, and Cinder have started a polycule. And a band? And a band. <laughs> <laughs> Who plays what instrument in this band? Okay. Um oh God. <laughs> Neo is drummer. I was gonna yeah. say Neo's drummer. Well, Raven like is the bassist, Cinder is the singer. They do not have a guitar player. <laughs> <laughs> uh, but Cinder does uh, keyboard. Yeah, Cinder does play keyboard and sing. Yeah, I mean, if I was a better like source like filmmaker, animator, I would definitely do like a bad, bad, not good <laughs> video, but with those models. Oh, that would be sick. <laughs> <clears throat> also, their band sucks. Oh yeah, completely <laughs> terrible band. Yeah. Um, Everyone in the audience is like gay, so like they're just you know mesmerized by the performance. <laughs> it's it's you know. So anyway, Ruby, the television show. Ruby, television show, which we were actually talking about. So we were actually talking about implying that we, we have talked about Ironwood. We've talked about was there more Aesop stuff to say other than that one girl having a crush? Was the, there the dog tail joke? Jo dog tail joke, good. I thought that was good. I liked that. Yeah. It's a very Ruby joke. Very Ruby yeah. joke. There are a lot of very Ruby jokes in here, like when the when the faceless guards like are taking the name cups off. I'm like, oh, I'm so sorry. Forgive me. Sorry, sorry, sorry. Yeah, yeah. Like, mm -hmm. a lot of bits in this season so far. I'm a big fan of bits. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, it's good. I want my gay melodrama, though. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Totally. yeah. <laughs> I'm enjoying my, like, Two episodes of reprieve from gay melodrama, but I I, I want my gay melodrama where everyone is like dealing with their traumas and like fighting evil. In this is why I like season four so much. Yeah, is like the mellow was also exciting. Season four is like when the melodrama is at its max. I felt like uh, I, I feel kind like kind of I don't know I don't know it's, like it's literally like... splitting the party like that. I thought it was. This is why I like Yeah, season yeah, four. it's a, it's a good way to do that. I just think the season four could also be good. Yeah. <laughs> like, I think we could aspire to a season four that was good also. Okay. I was going to say, like, what things that this season does and also was good. Yeah. Yeah. When you said you want your gay melodrama, I like, this is the first thing that came into my head. So, like, so if season four was good. Because, like, I yeah. think maybe we talked, maybe we talked about this last time. Uh, by last time, I mean last season. But, like, as this show has progressed, it like it started with this this you know there was this big shift in season four. It changed a lot, and it sort of grew into that change. So like the things that season four was attempting, the dialogue writing was only good enough to carry those things by the end of season five. So you have a whole of season four, which is like kind of shaky because they're not actually at the level to deal with the kinds of things that they're trying to deal with. And then yeah. now you, they are at that level, but they're not trying to deal with those things. So I guess I hope that they do at some point. Yeah, I'm sure they will. I'm sure they will. I am, as we're talking, remembering that I did like season five way better than I liked season four, actually. Season I had five a, is great. I had a couple five things. Is great. I had a couple things that happened in season five mixed up with season four in my head. And as we've been talking, I was like, oh, wait, 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 wait. that's here. That's here. So. Yeah, season four is mainly walking and dealing with Lyren's backstory. Right. Like three episodes. That's that's three episodes. That could have been the whole season, but it's the last three episodes. <laughs> yeah, the rest of it is walking, though. <laughs> yeah, yeah, for sure. Yeah, I love The Hobbit. <clears throat> it's just like the... Just book about it, walking. I'm, I'm certain this has come up on the show before, but I'm going to say it again because it bears repeating, which is that like the last three episodes of season four have this whole backstory for Lyren and then tie it into this thing that's been happening over the course of the whole season but like 
those two things aren't connected. So like, yeah, it doesn't really work. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. No, any, any, anyway, I, I am remembering. I was thinking the Lyren stuff was later than it is. So yeah, season five, great season of TV. Love that shit. Sure is. Love that shit. Mm-hmm. Uh, someday Ruby will just be good with no qualifiers. Someday, maybe, maybe I, by season, season seven. <laughs> season seven, good with no qualifiers. Good show. So far, it's it's okay. It's pretty good. It's good. It's good with you know. It hasn't gone yeah. far enough to have too many qualifiers on how good it is, right? Yeah. And These it's pandering to me, so I'm feeling charitable. Yes, this show is at its best when it's pandering to me. Honestly, absolutely. Same. Absolutely. The, the best part of the show is, will always be the characters, and so when I just get to see the characters doing fun things or doing high melodrama, like I will just be, or fighting, yeah, doing cool fights, doing Remember kicks and cool flips. Fights? Some we're, I feel very confident that we are going to get better fights in this season than season seven. I don't know where I get what? that confidence. Other than season, season seven, six. whoa, season six, <laughs> season six. <laughs> Season I six feel had cool fights. We had like a little bit of a cool fight in the first episode of this season. Yeah. Like a bit. I didn't like this. The big fight in season six is the mech fight, which I thought was like. Oh, yeah. It was not cool enough for that no, to be a cool I mean, fight. Didn't really six work. also had the one off episode about the lethargy. Grim. Yeah, those were cool. Those things season, were cool. Season Killing six Adam had, was cool. Yeah, I was going to say like that episode was awesome <laughs> and like fantastic yeah animated. so like two killing episodes? two episodes was that a two-parter probably two episodes. i don't remember but there was there was killing a part where you know yang drove a motorcycle off the cliff into her ex's face and it was also her you know girlfriend's her, ex's face her, her girlfriend like, yeah. yeah exactly yeah um yeah so killing adam she... might be the best action scene that's happened in ruby actually it's, it was pretty fucking good yeah i um, i think i want to say it's not quite as good as uh raven versus cinder in the but the, the emotional, the emotional yeah, yeah, stuff. Absolutely, is, absolutely. Yeah. As like a beat in the show, it's definitely um, better. But for raw like action scene choreography, <clears> I think that that scene in, in season five just has so much more scope that it's difficult to match it. But we'll that's fair. That's for that's fair. Like I guess the biggest scene, the biggest fight scenes were like Cinder and Pyrrha, and then Cinder and Raven, mm. and and like those are like the most intense ones so far right are we gonna get any cinder in this season she isn't it in yeah. the op is yeah. she um i think she's in the op i think we'll probably get a check-in with raven but i don't no oh raven i thought you said cinder oh you cinder. i did say, cinder. did say cinder i meant to say cinder okay. i meant to say cinder okay are we gonna get any yeah. cinder content like, i don't know I suspect she... so. it was set up at the end of the last season right yeah what where did we leave her at last she's season? teaming up with neo yeah, Shamio right. got on that airship with new looks. And, like, they're not going to, you know, redraw a character just to... I mean, they might, but, you know... They <laughs> yeah, they might just redraw a character for the sake of it. Um, yeah, we'll get back to that. Yeah. I just... They haven't been in the OP, and so it just occurred to me, like, oh, yeah, are we going to get... What's Pretty going sure on they with were them? in the OP, though. Okay. I trust you. I don't remember it, but Pretty I trust sure you. I'm sure Neo and uh, Cinder were in the... I don't know. Anyway... We're meandering. Yeah, I'm meandering. But, really, you know, it's, it's a podcast, so... Yeah, that's Wait, the was podcast. That was that me? That... <laughs> Curly, where can people find you online? 
your, your mic keeps clipping when you say things at the same time, so I don't know if you're talking to me or not. <laughs> but uh, yeah, uh, but you can find me online at uh, twitter.com slash curl underscore e underscore brace, where I do tweets and I talk about videos. In that Twitter profile, there is a pinned tweet with a video I made about how fighting games change history, and you should watch that video because I shredded my brain to make it, and it's really, really good. It's a um, fucking great video. Hell yeah. It's fucking great. Everyone you were on the, you were on the toilet when I plugged this video last time, so I'm glad you're yes. here this time to tell the people it's. Great. I almost <laughs> I almost considered editing editing in like a cut in of me <laughs> just saying that video is fucking great. Everyone should go watch it and also retweet it. Yes. Yeah. Hell yeah. Oh yeah. And the other thing I guess is that I just bought Pokemon Sword, and I am probably going to live tweet my playthrough of that because I, I like Pokemon. <laughs> Pokemon good actually. Pokemon good actually. I'm probably not gonna get I'm probably not gonna get sword or shield because I played a little bit of Sun and Moon and realized that my attention span is no longer in a place where I can play yeah. a 40 hour Pokemon game or whatever. But yeah. um you call me when Sword and Shield starts getting they haven't done like cool spin-off games in a little while. Like I want yeah. the like Mystery Dungeon and the Pokemon Ranger. Where's Pokemon and the... Ranger 3? Where the fuck is Pokemon Ranger 3? Come they on. just put out that Hey Eevee or whatever. That's not quite hey, what Eevee. I want. That's cool. <laughs> that game's, that is that my... game's cool. Wait, that game was that also my... like... Wait, there's a joke here. That is my favorite Sophie-produced... What's the song? Who made the song? Who made Hey QC? Oh, oh, I don't remember. Fuck. I was uh... going to say that's my favorite greeting to give to any number of trans girls on Twitter. <laughs> um. <clears throat> uh, it's just by QT. God damn it. That's my favorite Sophie produced QT song. Hey, Evie. There you go. <laughs> Cut it, print it. <laughs> That's the Ship joke. that shit. Signed, sealed, <laughs> delivered. You can find me on Twitter at neither or at Zoetics. You can find me on Medium. Medium.com slash at Nora F. Blake, medium.com slash at Zoe Mars. I put out a bunch of stuff recently about, like, I wrote about um, the Outer Worlds. I, I read that. It was good. Oh, thank you. Uh, it's shitty and centrist and cynical and, uh, like, anti idealistic and um, everything. Then I wrote some stuff about Death Stranding that Medium told me was poetry, so I kept the tag. So. It's ex it's my favorite thing that you've written in quite some time. Like, I like the Outer Worlds piece a lot. I thought the Outer Worlds <clears> piece was really good. I thought the Death Stranding piece was like really, really, really fucking good. And yeah, thank you. Yeah. In addition um, to being well written and good to read, the Outer Worlds piece also helped me convince myself not to disappoint myself by playing the Outer Worlds. So thank you very much for that. I love that for you. <laughs> my Death Stranding thing and also the thing about code vein that i wrote like a month ago have both made people at me on twitter and say oh i'm gonna buy this game now and it's just like oh yeah okay cool yeah okay yeah and one of those definitely needs that more than the other but <laughs> like, <laughs> you know. we went to the GameStop and they told us they were out of death stranding so we went to the other GameStop and they said they had one left oh. <laughs> and then we had to walk home and keep the disc safe on our back. And walk <laughs> over all of the snow from the St. Louis snows. And then you the GameStop the told us the ice cream machine broke. From the ladder, you dropped it everywhere. 
You can find me on Twitter at Allison underscore coffee, A-L-I-S-O-N underscore coffee. There you will find a pinned tweet with the Patreon and the other podcasts, including And Then an Aeroplane, which Em and I just recorded an episode of yesterday, two days ago now, um, about Kiki's Delivery Service. That's going to go up on Monday the 18th. Something like that. I'm not going to count it right now. Um, oh, yeah, hell yeah. Kiki's Delivery Service. The movie owns. Em and I love that movie, and we had a great conversation about why it is poison. <laughs> I, and I cannot stress this enough, because we sound in the episode like we hate it. We love that movie. <laughs> <laughs> okay, I will have to listen to this podcast. Capitalism is bad. <laughs> oh, absolutely. Also, I forgot to mention my other podcast, Cower Hour. Cower hour. Which Cower is delayed. Hour. It's delayed. I sent my laptop out to be repaired, and I did not uh, edit that episode before I did that, which yeah. I could have done, I guess. But then but, you would have had to share the files with me somehow. What? You would have had to edit it, but and, you couldn't connect to the internet, so you would have had to give oh, me the right. files. The whole point of it was can't connect to the internet. That's right. Oh, yeah. I would have to use a thumb drive or whatever. Anyway, point is... um. That episode's delayed. I don't think we're going to do anything in the week after when the episode would have gone up. So I think we're just going to skip that week and go to the next two weeks later. Uh, anyway, we're going to be watching Pontypool, so send us your emails about that. I just watched Krampus last night, and I'm going to record about our episode about Krampus tomorrow. Uh, Krampus, hmm, I don't like it. Okay. We'll get, we'll get into it there. Um, that you won't hear the Krampus episode until December. Recording it early. As you do. The other Christmas episode is Black Christmas. So if you want to send us an email about that, uh, do it at exportaudiopodcast at gmail.com. Yeah. Also, I have a Patreon, patreon.com Nora Blake. Uh, you can give me money as I try to uh, transition from game design into games crit, I guess yeah. is what I'm doing. <clears throat> I'm also doing fiction and poetry, but that's not as. Lucrative. Like, I mean, it's more lucrative if you make it big there than it is if you make it big. Yeah, that's fair. <laughs> that's fair. It's just that, like, you know. Like six people in the world make it big in poetry, right? Yeah. <laughs> like, I don't know. It's it's easier to say, hey, I wrote this thing about the game that came out this week than it is to say, hey, here's some uh, emotional exhibitionism, which mm. is what my poetry is. So. Um, so as we're recording this, I think a new episode of Ruby is out today, so... Uh, so probably we'll see you in uh, two hours? No! <laughs> I do not have a third two podcast to me today. Two a.m. <laughs> but we are, I think, going to try and get this one out earlier. Um, this got delayed because I just set my brain on fire for a couple days and didn't have it in me to record a podcast, whereas... Now I'm back in the rhythm of recording podcasts again after all the illness, and so we'll try to get this, this next soon, one up. I think. Yeah, we have a Teen <laughs> Titans podcast that we haven't recorded in like six years. We'll get there. We'll get there. Um, if it works for uh, Amory Score, it works for us. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, Amory Score is the best podcast, so you just model yourself after Amory Score in all ways. I. Okay. Do you know about the time that I listened to like 30 episodes of Amory Score in three days? No. I did is this, that. Is this a podcast a, anecdote? Just just putting it out there? Yeah, we're just that's telling, a, that's we're just a, sharing. That's a state to put yourself in? Yeah. 
Uh, also, totally repri reprise is good. Is what I was gonna say there. Yeah, is it? That's a really good book. And Great what, Gundam Project. What's your favorite podcast? <laughs> great Gundam Project. Voip Life. Voip Life might be my favorite podcast. Voip actually, Life is, yeah, Voip Life is good. Yeah. My favorite podcast <laughs> is this podcast. Wow, Curly, thanks. Is it newbie specifically or just export audio broadly? <laughs> newbie specifically, although export okay. audio is, is definitely in my top three. You know what? You're so valid. <laughs> You're incredibly valid. You know what's a great podcast? Is hand to hand, heart to heart. You want podcast? Other podcasts, which I forgot to plug. Yes. I'm not used you to plugging what? it yet. <laughs> you know what podcast is not in my top five podcasts? Export audio. <laughs> <laughs> Damn, hand to hand, like heart that. to heart, which I tweeted on private today. We're going to do a, a crossover podcast with them about Masters of Terrace Kasi. That was a joke, but also. And us. <laughs> but yeah. also and hey, I, I, have, I have played that game crossover more podcast. than is normal. <laughs> no, same. I rented it like three times from Blockbuster. Yeah, By crossover we were... podcast, I just mean Twitch stream where we play it. <laughs> God, tricky. imagine tricky. That imagine, one. yeah. Imagine me. I'd be surprised. I, okay, I have, ways. I have ways, but uh, <laughs> I, oh, I what I don't have ways to do is synchronize us at the same time for a broadcast. That seems literally impossible. But you know, maybe we. Can yeah, no, that seems hellish. Um, the podcast is going to end now. Yes. Goodbye, everyone. <laughs> Thanks. Thank you for stopping by, and remember our sign off, Autumn. Keep it Rubio. Wait, did we? <laughs> no, <laughs> no, don't it. Rubio. I I heard that when I was editing the last podcast. And I thought it was funny, so I was just gonna pretend that I didn't know about that. Oh yeah. Keep it everybody. <laughs>
I'm going to hit record in Audacity. Craig's already going, and I only used Craig last time, so. Hi. Hi, Curly. Sorry we haven't talked to you at all. <laughs> That's okay. <sighs> I, I accept that. It's valid. I'm validating that. <laughs> Are you recording in Audacity? I am recording in Audacity. Okay. Let's well, time dot is. I... <laughs> Had caps lock on, so it was time. <laughs> Do we want to clap at thirty? Sure. Nora, which one of us wants to clap? I don't care. You can clap. Podcast? 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 Oh, oh, oh very podcast. Very podcast. very podcast. All right. <clears throat> this is an episode of Ruby. Sure no, it's not is. A newbie. <laughs> Fuck. Now uh, our podcast sign off is just coughing. <laughs> you can cut that. Galarian coughing. Gal What's the new Pokemon region? Alolan coughing? Gala. Gala. Yeah. Gala. Gala. Galarian? Galarian? Galarian. Galarian. British. This is going yeah. after the credits music. Uh there's a there's okay. a Brexit wheezing. He has like a smokestack top hat. Jesus. Brexit wheezing. Dexit. <laughs> God. <laughs> you can't say Dexit. You can't. We're not recording anymore. It's, oh wait, we have Craig. We have Craig. Oh, we do have Craig. Craig is capturing all our sins. Oh, Craig, the all-seeing all eye. Sins are in are carried on your back, Craig. Craig is the orbital communications relay. Craig is fascism. <laughs> uh, okay. <sighs> I think it is time for us to go eat the soup I made. Yeah, I enjoy soup. Soup, good. I love soup. I, I, I went there to get clothes once. <laughs> at the soup store? At the soup store. Didn't find any. Hell fucking yeah. Why were you uh, looking for clothes at the soup store? Fuck you. <laughs> <sighs> Goodbye, Curly. Goodbye. <laughs>